Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph, how's it going? Hey, Laura, how are you? Oh, I'm great. So great because we're full and happy and just in bagel heaven right now. Is there a better way to start your day than with a bagel? Not really. I can't. I actually literally cannot think of one. And that's just how I feel about a bagel in general. But this bagel place. Next level. Next level. You guys, if you're local and you haven't, we maybe even have talked. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but there is a place in downtown Santa Ana called Dough Exchange. And it's it's amazing. It's a pricier bagel. Like you're going to pay like. Depending on the type of bagel sandwich you get, twelve to eighteen dollars, but so worth it for a little breakfast treat. Just their bagels alone, without anything on it, are just so much better than a bagel anywhere else. And then with the fanciness that they do with whatever's in it, oh my god! Like Laura and I decided to each get we got two of the bagel sandwiches and split both so that we could try like half of each one of them worth it times a million we did like one savory one one sweet one so the sweet one was so good it was like a french toast bagel with like maple butter or something Uh and then like the egg it was kind of like their spin on a mcdonald's mcgriddle but like a fancy bagel version of it and they and they they're they don't just like put an egg on your bag they make this like egg souffle that they like put a slice of that on your bagel. So good. So yeah, that one had bacon, egg, and cheese on it with the maple butter on the French toast bagel. And then the other in that one, I don't even remember what the names were off the top of my head now. I can't either. But and then the other one we had that was savory was an everything bagel, which they're everything bagel, which that's my personal favorite bagel. Like if I ever just go get a bagel, an everything bagel is always my go-to. The jam. And um, it had like a scallion cream cheese on it. With the egg souffle, prosciutto, a bacon onion jam. Oh my god! And that might have been it. I don't know. Oh heaven! It was ama- they were both amazing. It was like perfect to split both because you got to start with a savory and end with a sweet. And we got coffees from this place next door. My yep. coffee was like so. What they're I guess what they're known for apparently is a honey nut Cheerios latte. 
So I can't even remember what's in it to make it, but we tried it and it legitimately tastes like the milk that's left over from it was like honey really nut good. cereal. It was so good. And that was the coffee shop also in downtown Santa Ana. That's called Coffee Muse. Amazing. It was like the perfect and we got to like eat outside in the little courtyard. It was very, very cute. It was nice. It was a good start to the day. So we posted a picture of our bagels while we were there on Instagram and we got a comment and it said, reason 1,456, I like calorie counting better than WW. That would easily be 15 to 20 WW points. So then that like triggered us. I was like already in, the, like literally as they commented that, I was already tracking it. And I was like, oh, this is a lot of calories. So it's hard to, obviously when you eat out, it's a lot of just guesstimating. But to be on the safe side, I went higher end and I tracked 900 calories for breakfast. And... Um, so Steph like was like, oh my God, let's double track it and just see. So then Steph like goes into her WW app and starts putting in exactly everything is how I put it in to get the 900 calories. And Steph, how many points was it? 41 WW points. Which is insane. Like 900 calories is a lot too, but like I entered those calories in my Lose It app and I still have almost 900 calories to work with the rest of the day. WW wiped out, gone. There's you, all my points. How many points plus do you get please. a day? I think I get like 31 a day or something so like that. So it was literally your dailies plus half of your weeklies. Yes. On a bagel and a coffee. Yeah. I get twenty. I get 33 a day. Yeah. And yes, this was, we understand like more, but that just shows like the difference of like, how you can work WW into your life versus how you can work calorie counting into your life. Yeah. Cause I've been like, I've been, cause I'm fall, starting to follow like all these different like, um, wellness account, like these like people that are like nutritionists and trainers and stuff who like post a lot about like calorie counting and like just different information about food and stuff. And they're just like, Basically saying how, like, we need to stop, like, really, like, branding food to be certain things. Like, your body doesn't know the different... Like, yes, you obviously need to be giving your body the nutrients it needs and stuff. But, like, you shouldn't feel guilty about those bad meals because at the same... Like, as long as you're still having balance, your body doesn't know that you just had a bagel with all this stuff. Like... Exactly. It's the... It's calories are calories. Fat is fat. Like it's all just the same. So I know the reason WW has it changing the points is because it encourages you to go towards those healthier options. But I mean, it's clear by just us doing that double tracking this morning. Yes, that was a lot of calories we had at breakfast. Should you be doing it every day? No. Yeah. But it also was half of your day's calories. A little more for me because I have some extra calories from my calorie cycling for the week, but um, versus you shouldn't eat anything else if you're on WW. Like exactly. have some fat-free Greek yogurt and eggs for dinner. Cause no, it was it was mind blowing seeing those two numbers side by side and just being like, whoa, for this for this particular meal, and I'm sure a lot of other meals, you feel like you have a lot more to work with with one bad meal and still fitting normal foods into your day with it. Versus WW one bad meal and you're over and you're over for the week and you're thinking to yourself, all I can eat is like grapes the rest of the day or something. <laughs> and it's like, that's, I mean, I know like some people have more um, zero point foods and the the idea is to like on WW is to eat those zero point foods, like the fruit, the veggies, the lean meats and all that. But I just think seeing those numbers side by side makes me 
it would make me more aware of what I'm eating, I think, doing the calorie counting way. Like, if I knew I wiped out half of my calories with breakfast, but I still had half of my calories left for the day, like, I could easily continue my day and not feel like I like yeah. didn't want to eat or, or restrict myself with calories versus with WW I'd, I'd feel like a failure already like I yeah. it's 10 in the morning and I'm I suck at life you know yeah. <laughs> so that was very it's, interesting it's definitely it was definitely an interesting little experiment we were able to do this morning and be like wow that was quite Rather eye opening. <laughs> it was. Speaking of bagels, did you know like Jordan's like not a bagel guy? It's really weird. And we went and got bagels recently and he got he'd never had an everything bagel before. Like he's thirty years old and he's never had an everything bagel. <laughs> like where what is wrong with you? And so he ordered like the bagel. He was getting it like not even toasted or anything. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Well, that's the only way I've ever had bagels is like if people bring them into the office or whatever, you like take a cold like a a cold whole bagel, bagel. just slap some cream cheese or like dip it in cream cheese and I'm like no I'm like have it toasted with the cream cheese yeah so he got like hooked on it and like ended up what, buying was he like, just gonna get like a plain bagel yes like a plain bagel and he was like just gonna like dip it in cream cheese or something and I'm like no that's you gotta like, get a flavor of a bagel yes. not just a plain like a fancy one <laughs> toasted where the cream cheese like melts like yes. so good um but it's so funny because so he ended up like buying the stuff to have at home or whatever uh-huh. Um, so when I went to his house this weekend, like, I, I was like, oh, your fridge is, like, all stocked. Like, he, like, went to the grocery store. There's, like, cream cheese and bagels and all kinds of stuff. And it totally reminded me of a conversation that I had with you about – so he doesn't really drink coffee at home very often. Okay. But he has an espresso machine. So I drink the Nespresso mach- coffee when I'm there. Did he already have an espresso before you guys he, met? Yes. He had an espresso okay. and he had some coffee, which I wiped out. So, like, I buy, like, my own coffee to have now because I'm the only one that yeah. drinks it. And then I buy um, creamer to have. So I had creamer. This was, like, weeks ago. And I bought the creamer. I used it, like, the two days or whatever that weekend. And the next week I got there and he's asking me if I if he wants to me to throw away the creamer and I'm like why yeah like what's wrong with the creamer and he's like <laughs> and he's like well it says here that best used before like five days or something and I'm like yeah but it doesn't expire for like three months or something so like I'm good and creamer first of all has like so much like because it's not like we're drinking it's like coffee mate it's yeah, not there's like nothing real in it it's yeah. all artificial <laughs> that and it's just like for the best taste yes I because also who drinks a whole bottle of creamer that fast. In four unless days, you're like no. a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny. It's I use, like I use a bottle of creamer for like two months. Yes, it lasts forever because <laughs> like I'm the only one that drinks yeah. my creamer that I buy, you know. Um, but it was so funny because like that kind of like I started noticing after he said that. Like he was just like, oh, okay, like, you know, like, oh, I, you can you can keep your creamer then kind of thing. And, um, but since then there's been like other things like Like we made, so we made like breakfast tacos one morning. And so we, I had bought like shredded cheese for the tacos. And then the next week we were going to make something else. I forgot. And so I like went to go reach for the shredded cheese and I'm like, Oh, where's the cheese? I'm like, did you finish the cheese this week? And he was like, Oh, he's like, I had to throw it away. I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, it, it said best by, like, blah, 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 days. Oh, and geez. he claims that the cheese got moldy, but I'm like, There's I don't no know. There's no way. I don't believe it for a second. I don't either. Because I, once again, shredded, pre like, that shredded cheese is so, like, 
process. It's like, how's yeah, that crap on it? Like, Unless he, like, full on, like, made a quesadilla that week or something and, and left, left it the open. whole bag open, which I can't picture him doing. I feel like even if it was open in the fridge, it, it's so would, develop, it would develop mold faster, but not within not a week. Not that fast. I mean, like, I've literally, it has to be months before your cheese starts getting, like, moldy. Yes. So I'm like, I kind of just think he's super weird with like expiration dates, okay. which I'm, I'm weird with expiration dates too. It depends not on what best it is. Dates. Absolutely. Best buys are suggestions and even ex. Yeah. It's so, it depends on the type of food. Yeah. Like for expiration dates, like if it's like mustard or like it's something that's like vinegar, like there's just certain things like, it when, doesn't matter I'm like much. it's vinegar based, like, or like a seasoning where right. I'm just like things lose their flavor. They're just not as good. But I was like, is it actually bad? So even like coffee creamer, for example, let's say I buy a new thing of coffee creamer April 1st. Yeah. And I'm one person. So and I don't drink very much coffee creamer. So let's say it gets to be the expiration date like a month and a half from now or whenever that expiration date is. Like I might think about throwing it away at the expiration date because it's literally been in my fridge for a month and a half. But... It's only because it's been in my fridge for a month and a half. Like, it's not because it's bad. It's just like, okay, I can switch it out now and get a new one. But I'm really, like, I am weird about expiration dates. Like, I pretty much go by them, but I'm not weird about Best Buy dates at all. Yes, correct. Yeah. I'm like, that's a suggestion. You just want me to buy more things. Yes, it probably tastes fresher, but I'm not that weird. But he is seriously weird about it. And, like, it's one of those things where it's like... Should I be self-conscious that, like, I'm eating foods past the best by <laughs> I also, in certain things, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I buy, like, normal dairy milk, um, the expert, I, it's, I go straight by smell and, like, everything. Yeah. Like, because sometimes there's milk that, like, starts to smell sour, like, before two days day. before. And there's some that are, like four or five days out. It's all a science. Like they can't, yes. they can't perfectly know the exact day. Exactly. So you have to just go by looks and smells and okay, this has been open in my fridge for, so you just kind of have to like go off of it. I'm, I would say Eileen, I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not like super anal, but I definitely pay attention to them. I, I would agree. But I'm, I don't open, throw away cheese that's only been open for the week. But I will tell you, <laughs> I'll go to my parents' house and like totally clean out my parents' fridge because I'm like, this is old. This is like, what is it about parents and keeping things for like years? You're like, Stephanie, <laughs> I clean, I have cleaned out. Like when I have house out for my parents, I have also had to clean out. My mom is the worst. Okay. I'm calling you out right now, mom. I'm telling the story. <laughs> so she like tries to give me this like sunflower seed butter. Like these, they were from like a, they look like they're from like a farmer's market. Like okay. apparently um, somebody that they do their investments with, like gave them to them with a gift. Um, which I had assumed it was this Christmas. It must have been like a Christmas or, or three ago. <laughs> and I like go, I had like, she gave them, she was like, we'll never eat these. Do you want them? This was like, just like in January. Yeah. Put them in the cupboard. I like go to take one out one morning to like put some on some toast. Oh, Cause they were like interesting flavors and stuff. I was like, Oh, I'm going to try one. And I like open it and it just doesn't look right. And so I like, look, this shit expired in like 2020. Oh my God. I call her. I'm like, how dare you <laughs> give me these like old. Trying to kill me with this butters and sunflower butter. I'm so mad. But yeah, that, she just like all the time. Like, There's or I'll go, I'll be like, ooh, she'll, she'll have like a dip. Like, and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to have that with like some chips or something. I like pull it out. I'm like, open it. I'm like, no, I won't. This is going in the trash. <laughs> 
Yeah, my parents are the same way. It's so, like, I go, my mom, like, she's, she likes it for a minute. I think that I'm, like, organizing the fridge or whatever. And then I think she gets offended. She's like, all of that? Like, you're like, all of it? And I'm like, yes, mom. All of it is very expired. Like, I just, I'm pretty on top of it. And I, when I was, like, started working on my gross list, um, when Jeff was out of town a couple weeks ago, I, um, I still had, like, a good, I took everything out of the fridge and went through every single thing before I reorganized it. And I still had, like, a lot of stuff to throw away. It's crazy. I mean, I don't keep a lot in my fridge as it is, just being one person. Like, yeah. it's very, like, week by week, as, besides condiments. Yeah, and that's mostly what it was, because I'm this, I shop for the week, I don't. Exactly. Buy a lot of things that just sit in there, but I do have like. But that's what's funny way about too many that's condiments. like the difference about like people our age versus like our parents. Like my mom's refrigerator, I'm like, there's two of you. Why is there not like a single space do for your, anything in this refrigerator? That's my parents too. Do your parents like? I'm like they go like buy a lot of food and stuff at like yeah. Costco. My and mom stuff. goes to the grocery store like every single day, like seven days a week, and they probably go to Costco oh, like once why? a week. She's she's like obsessed with running errands. First of all, <laughs> so she goes just to go. But like they have so much food in the refrigerator at all times. Like there's no way you like, guys can possibly. I can always go to my parents and find like something random oh, yeah. to like put together, and I get really jealous of that because I don't even know how to have a fridge that looks like that. Yeah, like how do you just how do you like go open a fridge and be like, hmm, I guess I'm gonna make a peanut butter and jelly or like a quesadilla or something. It's I like, mean, I do always have stuff for quesadillas and PB and J's. Oh, there's always a packet. To- there's always tortillas, which Jordan would probably be appalled at the length of time I keep tortillas. Because I am so when I buy tortillas, I immediately just put them in the fridge. Okay. Because anything I do with tortillas, I'm I think I cooking do the them on the thing. stove. Like even though they they have like a shelf life, I just put them in the fridge because I feel like it exactly. just keeps them longer. And um, but I never pay attention to the expiration date on them. Because you just don't use go them until they're gone. They definitely get to a point where you're like, well, these aren't fresh anymore. Yeah, but, but it's like I'm throwing them on the stove or in the oven. Yeah, like, I'm you're just like, them anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I always have quesadillas on hand. Always have bread. There's always usually jam and peanut butter. We accidentally bought, we have so much peanut butter in this house right now. Like, so much. Accidentally? Yeah, we bought, because Jeff, he would, when he was still playing hockey, he would usually make himself a peanut butter sandwich before he'd go play. It was like something, he didn't like to eat a meal before he played hockey. But it good, like But it gave him snack. like some, like a filling snack. The peanut butter had some protein, like, so he would always make a big peanut, and like, he puts like an ungodly amount of peanut butter on his sandwich. <laughs> and I love me some peanut butter, but, and so we would buy the big two-pack jars at Costco. So, since the pandemic, though, we've had like... A big jar and a half, like, and that slowly. And we opened the last one. So the next time we'd gone to Costco, I was like, oh, we should buy some. Well, ended up finding another two pack. Yeah, we have so much peanut butter. And then Jeff thought he had bought, because we were, because a lot of peanut, like the Jif and like that, it has so much like sugar added and stuff, like probably not good for the dog, but we wanted to like have some peanut butter to mix with some stuff to fill her like Kongs and freeze them. So I was like, you know what? We could probably buy some like, no sugar added, like, PB powder. Yeah. So then we can mix it to our own consistency. And, like, that would actually probably be good. Jeff's like, okay, I'll buy some on Amazon. I was didn't know he was going to do that, though, because I already had a jar of some that I never use hardly in the cupboard. And he ends up buying... Like a 12-pack or something? No, it's, like, the size of, like, you know the canisters <laughs> of, like, protein yes. powder? Like, 64 <laughs> ounces or whatever? It is a mat. I'm like... 
Penny's like, hell yeah. So if you want some powdered peanut butter, like, I'll throw some in a baggie. Let me know, because we will never like, go through life. it all. Like, we have so much peanut oh butter gosh. stuff. It's too it's too funny. Like, I, I just... The whole... People have such strong opinions on the expiration date and Best Buy topic. And, like, are you weird about it? Are you not? What's gross? What's not gross? Our parents are in a whole different category of that. And it's just like the fun, I think it's like the funniest topic because people are so passionate about their opinions on this topic. So we definitely need to do like a poll in our stories and see how people are with their expertise. I agree. Let's let's definitely do that. If we are the norm or if our parents are the norm (laughs) or if Jordan's the norm. (laughs) I'm kind of thinking we're the norm. Like I feel like like falling in the middle. I know. I think our parents are on one end, Jordan's on the other, yeah. and me and you are in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> and like they are, they are polar opposites, and we are like, hi, we're normal. Yeah, be with us. We are be with us. <laughs> we are the normal ones. We're the only normal ones. The only. Um. So it has been a while since we've done it a Q and A episode. So we thought, hit us with your questions. We'll serve you with answers. And we will kind of go through and. Yeah, let's get started. Let's get started. So question number one is from somebody that said, I'm going to Disneyland in July. Any must-go places, restaurants in the area that we should hit? Um, so that's a hard question because how long are you going? Because if you're only going for... A few days. A few days. Like two, let's say two nights. I would say just like stay, at stay there. Do that. Do the Disney thing. Because and if you do stay there, let's talk about what's there first. Because Trader Sam's. Okay, yes. Yeah. So if you are staying at the parks, or even if not, you can still like, but I just think whether you're staying at the parks or not, if it's only for a couple of days, just do Disney related things. Yes. Don't try to go far because it's forever. I mean, yes, there are some cute things in the area. Like you go to the Anaheim packing house and things like that. But I think if you were going for a week, I could definitely give you, like, go spend a day in Laguna. Go yes. do, like, I could give other things. But I think if you're doing a Disney trip and staying on property or near property. Just enjoy that. Just enjoy that. Yes. Um, because I think there's the great things in the park. But there's also, there's the things to do in downtown Disney, which um, I... Don't do that much. But, I mean, there's plenty of fun stuff there's to do so, there. And they change all the time. Like, I would say Trader Sam's is a good one. It's at so, the yes. Witch Hotel. So, the Tiki Bar is called Trader Sam's, and it is at the Disneyland Hotel. That's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And then... They have Ballast Point, um, which is a brewery. great brewery. Yep. So, that's fun in downtown Disney. And they have, like, a, a few other places. Some of them fast casual. Some of them sit down. Um, and then plenty of places in Disneyland in California. I yeah. love. I prefer California Adventure for probably because they sell alcohol. But <laughs> that's same with us. We like California Adventure because of the alcohol situation. <laughs> but um, I feel like they just have some better eats and stuff too. They do. I don't know. They both. Oh, I can think of like numerous things. I feel like Disneyland tends to be the more classic Disneyland yeah. eats, like the corn dog. And the beignets and the dull pineapple whip. The things that, like, you've always thought about Disneyland mm-hmm. when you think about food. And then California Adventure is more, like, a foodie take on things. And yeah. they do, like, crazier flavors of churros and more fun 
It's just like the yeah. more foodie side rather than like the Disneyland like classic. Overall, they have yeah. a little bit of both at each, but I would say overall, California is like the foodie place. So yeah, I would say DM us if you want some more specifics. Once, but I think if you are only going for a few days and you're going to be going to the parks every day and stuff, I think just keep it a Disney focused trip and stay between the parks and downtown Disney. Absolutely for all of your stuff because I just think. Things that are close enough, there isn't anything like, oh my gosh, you guys have to make a special. Like, I can recommend tons of great things in Anaheim. Yeah. But I just think if you are limited, just stick with the Disney because that's what you came for. You'll enjoy it. Yep. And so I paired this next question with this one because it was still Disney related. (laughs) Somebody wants to know, how was Disneyland? Disneyland was fun. So I had not actually been to Disneyland to like go to Disneyland since... The WW meetup with everybody. Yep. I think that was like February of 2020. Yep. Um, and then you and I in 2021 at some point did the touch of Disney, which was like a foodie thing, but you couldn't go and ride. You yep. couldn't do anything. You had to wear a mask the whole time. It was only in California Adventure. Um, so I finally, I was hanging out with my two roommates one night last week and they both have passes and talked me into getting a Disneyland pass. And so I like bought one spur of the moment and we all went last week. And it was a blast. It's the food and wine festival right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like my favorite time which to is, go. Oh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. So like one of my roommates and I like split the little <clears> pass. <throat> so I think it was like 25 bucks each. And yep. we got to try all this food and had a couple drinks and did a few rides. And they got me. I am not a roller coaster person. I refuse. And they got me to go on like. I the, can't believe that. I've still not even done it. <sighs> it's not great. I no. screamed the entire time. <laughs> I lost my voice. I couldn't talk afterwards. I didn't like it. I don't want to do it again. I knew I wasn't going to like it. My roommate is crazy. She literally like held her car- like her phone up facing me in the row in front of me to like film me the whole time. I'm like, how did you not drop your phone? I know. I would never. Like, <laughs> she's crazy. But it felt so nice to be back. And I just feel like, so Jordan is not a Disneyland guy. <clears throat> it's yeah. not something that I can be like. Oh, you have, you're my boyfriend, so we're going to do this as, like, a couple thing. Like, yeah. no, I went into this being, like, this is going to be a me thing. Like, he doesn't enjoy it. Well, maybe um, you just, like, you start, like, researching and planning the perfect, like, Disney day. So when he does get a ticket and you guys go. Exactly. You make it, like, a fun day where he's, like, so oh, he yeah. So he does, this, like, love Because, it. honestly, I think for people who, I know people who don't love the whole Disneyland thing, they obviously don't want to get a pass because they think, why would I want to spend exactly. hundreds of dollars for something I don't love? But I think that's the best way to go to Disneyland if you don't love it. Because you can go you don't for feel a few like hours. Have, exactly. It's like the best to just go for a couple hours. If you don't go on any rides, it's no big deal. You can walk around, just get some food. Exactly. And then like not feel like you spent Wasted. $150 on a ticket and you're had dying. to go hard yeah. all day because you're like trying to make the most of your time. Exactly. And no, he said that. He was like, I'm totally down. So living in Southern California, we have some really cool options for Disneyland that other people don't have. Like I have the Southern California Disneyland pass. So I, I have way more blockout dates like the summer when you're here in July. Whoever asked that question, I cannot go in July. Yeah. Um, I can basically go in any of the off season, like Monday through Thursday, some yeah. Fridays. 
Um, so that's pretty cool. And it's <clears throat> way cheaper than any of the other prices. And then they also do a couple times a year, I think they do like a three day park hopper ticket. Yeah, they usually for- do that like twice a year. And it's for Southern California residents only. Like you have to have a certain zip code and you can, you pay like, I think it's like 200, it's probably gone up. It might be like 200 bucks, but you can go three days. Yeah. So it's, it, the price per day is way cheap and it doesn't have to be consecutive, which is nice. Yeah. It's usually like, I know the recent one that they're doing currently was like started in January and the three dates had to just be used by like May. I May. Think. It was like right before Memorial. So Day. within six months you had to go three times. Yeah. So he was like, I'd be down to do something like that. Cause then, you know, we can go, but he does not want the pass, which I'm fine with because I have like Laura eventually wants to get a pass. My friend Kristen has a pass, my roommates, um, Angie, who I don't think we've talked about here yet, but she's Jerry. Oh, Jerry talked about Angie on the podcast. So <coughs> Angie is Jerry's best friend. She oh, does just Angie got a have pass. One? Oh, yeah. Okay. She messaged me and she's like, I got one. Like, I'm planning to go with people or by myself, but if like, let's go, let's plan a date. So like, we're planning to go. And I just feel like that's part of the cool part about living in Orange County, like near Disneyland is you don't just have to have one person that you buy the ticket with and you're like, this is my person I'm going to go with. Like, you have plenty of people that are going to go to Disneyland and it's a great way to like connect with like people you don't see all the time at like a meeting place or whatever and I love it. I had a blast. I feel like very braggy right now, so I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I still want to encourage you to go do a Disney day by yourself once. I was talking to my roommates about that, and I asked them, and I was like, have you guys ever gone by yourself? And they said no. And I'm like, well, Laura was telling me, like, she was trying to encourage me to do, um, like, a solo Disney. And I'm like, I don't know why that gives me so much anxiety. Uh Like, I feel like everybody's going to be looking at me and wondering why I'm by myself. (laughs) And I'm like... The reality is, I don't look at any. Attention? No, exactly. I don't look at anybody unless they're doing something freaking weird. Like unless they're being weird or shady no. or like causing a scene. It's like I don't notice what anybody does. I'm so why you, is anybody going to notice AirPods, me? Bring your AirPods. You'll get in some steps. Listen to some podcasts or some good music, and you kind of just like I don't know. I like loved it. The only problem is parking. Parking sucks, but. Um, I wonder how much an Uber is from your house because you're not that far from Disneyland. So we Ubered. We had my roommate's mom took us there Uh in the minivan and dropped us off, and then we Ubered home. It's like being in high school again. (laughs) It was a twenty dollar with tip. It was a twenty dollar Uber ride home, so not bad. Okay, so you wouldn't Uber by yourself though because that would be be forty (laughs) dollars. But like, if one of my roommates would drop, that'd be rude. They'd want to go. Yeah. Uh, Can you drop me off? (laughs) I don't know. I'd have to. Maybe what you do is you're hanging out with Jordan for the weekend. You have have him drop you off on a Sunday. And then Uber home. Feels like my dad. <laughs> Drop me off down the street. <laughs> oh, no, I do. I, that feels like a challenge, though. So maybe I'll work myself up and do it. Do it. At some point. <laughs> um, Laura, would love to hear a two-week check-in. What's been the best, worst part? Okay, so I'm still really proud to say. I actually just got a badge this morning. That I officially have tracked every day for 14 days. Go, girl. So I'm really proud of that. Um, I ended up losing. So I started March 20th, I think it was. And I lost 6.4 pounds in March. Amazing. So I was really proud of that. I was hoping for around five. So 6.4 made me happy. I kind of made a lofty goal of doing eight pounds in April. Which I know is doable, but I also have a lot going on, like eating 900 calorie bagels on a Sunday morning. (laughs) (laughs) 
So um, you have, is it mostly weekend stuff that's going on there or both? I mean, mostly weekend, but kind of both. Like this week coming up, like tomorrow night we have a concert. Wednesday night we're going to Benihana for a birthday. Thursday night, or Thursday's opening day for baseball, I'm assuming we will probably go to that. So that's like already like a lot of like going out and things like that. And that's not even getting to the weekend. Yeah. We're going out of town in a couple of weeks for four days. Jeff's birthday is at the end of the month. So I know we're going to have a party for him. Um, So it's just a lot going on. It's kind of getting back into that groove of like, how do you balance? Calendars filling up again. Summer's coming. Just kind of lots going on. So it's just very. Does it give you a little bit of anxiety of like, I'm doing so well, but how am I going to continue doing well with so much going on? Or is it just like a um, challenge? Almost? I think it's a challenge. It's, um, I think I just need to be like this weekend. I did struggle with, um, decision making, meaning I knew what I was going to eat was going to put me over like on Friday and Saturday night, but I still did it. So I'm just like, okay, you need to be doing better at making the decisions like movie popcorn. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not maybe not worth it. No, my God. I mean, it kind of is, but (laughs) I just couldn't believe how many calories are. I mean, I knew it was a lot, but it was like, once I was putting it in the tracker, I was like, Oh, why did I do this? (laughs) So I definitely just think there's going to be a lot of challenges this month, but like, I'm really still going to just keep going at it. And I'm still really like, it's a habit where it's like, I actually am thinking about it constantly. Like, where sometimes I would be like, oh my God, I didn't even think to track my food today. Yes. Like I would do that sometimes where this is like, it's just becoming a habit, becoming a habit. I start eating something or I think like, oh, we're going to go to this for lunch. What should I get? Like Jeff called to pick up food the other day. And he was like, I'm getting in line right now. I was like, oh, I wish you would have told me sooner. Like, I haven't had time to, like... Track it. Tr- like, to look at the menu and see, like, what, like, I want to waste calories on or not waste calories. And so I was, like, getting all, like, stressed out. And then I was like, oh. And then I just, like, ended up doing something and I tracked it on. It was a little higher than I wanted, but it was... I'm Still definitely being more aware and remembering. And so... Which is awesome. Yep. So that feels really good. Um. So, yeah, the best part... Um. I'm feeling better. Good. I'm feeling motivated. The worst part is sometimes I just want like a glass of wine on Tuesday night and I'm having to say no, but I am saying no. So that I'm really proud about. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> um, so somebody else wants to know if we've both given up on WW. And I think you've kind of answered this, not given up, but you've canceled your membership and you're going all in on the losing app right now. And which we've also talked about, like, and you and I even had discussed this when we were just chatting this morning, is that like, I know WW's there. I'm not against it. I have no problem going back to it if I feel like that's what I want to do at some point. But um, I just think at this point in time, it's not yes. for me and it's not what I want to do. And I think for me, I haven't been all in or all out on either. Well, all out, definitely on both. But <laughs> when I do go to track something, I've been double tracking and it takes so much time. And that's part of what kills the, that's part of what kills it about like dieting or trying to lose weight or whatever is when you add additional time of like tracking or looking up or obsessing yeah. over calories or whatever. So to do it in two apps, and we talked about this this morning, is like, it's just too much time and it's, 
it's interesting to see the comparison sometimes. Like we did this morning, but we did that for fun this morning. But I think I really like, A, I think I I do need to go all into something. And I'm leaning more towards the calorie counting just because I think it's more like doable overall. Um, It doesn't have you obsess over like certain things as much, I guess. Um, But... I do think I need to give up tracking on WW and just try going all into one thing as opposed to like comparing every single thing I eat on both. And because um, it's and also it going to feel like it's more work. So then you're like, oh, it just takes so long. Yes. Um, and and like, it was weird. We were, So I never felt like it was too hard to find things in the WW app. I have felt like I have no problems in the Lose It app. Like, I'm able to find every brand, everything, everything I scan is in there. Recipes. Um, And this morning, like, I tracked all of mine really quick. And we were having a hard time in the WW app finding exactly what we wanted. Yes. Like, it seems like there's way more in the Lose It app. And it's like, the funny thing is, me personally, like, I've lost weight doing both. I've lost the most weight on WW because Mm -hmm. in my whole life, Trying to lose weight. That's what I went all in on the most. Um, but I've also lost, like, way before I did WW, I did my fitness pal. Yep. And I was only doing my fitness pal and I was walking. Like, I was definitely getting my 10,000 steps a day, like, making that a point. But no other activity. No other yeah. no other exercise. No Peloton. Just walking and my fitness pal. And I remember I did this, like, around my wedding, I think. And I had lost 25 pounds, like, pretty quickly doing that. Yeah. So it's like... It's whatever works for you. Like if you stick to something that works for you and you get a little activity in and you really stick to it and you honestly track WW, calorie counting, whatever it is, both are doable. It's just yeah, whatever works we're not for say, you. Exactly. Because we're not saying, WW does work. We're not saying it doesn't work. Exactly. Like, we are both products of WW who have seen a lot of success, but I just think it's not for me right now and you are kind of thinking the same and that's that. Sometimes you just need to switch it up. I Honestly, it's all I needed to just get like re-motivated because exactly. I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't getting excited about WW anymore. And I think the nicer part right now, because back when I started WW, the WW Instagram community was so huge that you felt like it. At first of all, I never even felt thought about leaving that community at the time. But if you did at the time, you felt like you were going to like lose a community almost, yeah. you know, where like now I feel like everybody just does what works for them and nobody's like, I'm not following you because you don't do WW yeah. anymore or whatever. And it's like people just follow people because they like them or they want to be like encouraged by like things that they post or their do yep. or their successes or whatever. And it's like, we don't all have to be doing the same thing to like be inspiring or be there for each other or whatever. And I think that's kind of what's cool about the WW ambassador program going away and everybody kind of jumping off that ship of like, loyalty to one certain like yeah or diet program or whatever um yeah i agree so next question i'll let you read because it was from (laughs) one of your friends and it's actually pretty funny and i could not think of an answer it's hard okay what is one celebrity you think you could pull like you guys meet at a bar or a coffee shop and you guys just think you would totally vibe and be each other's type Steph and I, like, sat, we, like, don't prep any questions, but we, like, literally sat here and thought about this one for, like, a good 10 minutes <laughs> because we didn't want to be sitting here hemming and hawing. Um, so my mindset went to something, okay, like, who's a celebrity that's, like, kind of awkward, <laughs> like, funny, nerdy, like, so my mind instantly was going to, like, the Jason, like, Siegel, like, Seth Rogen, like, 
those kind of types. Yep. So um, just because I think he's awkwardly cute, I went with Jason Siegel. And I didn't think of anything, but I did. <laughs> but and I, I don't have an answer. So I did think of one right now, though, that you're going to hate me for. So I feel like if I was visiting my parents and I was like at a brewery in Yakima and Cooper Cup walked in. You get out of here right now. <laughs> I'd be like, Cooper, you're Cooper. from Yakima. Oh my God. Like, Except but we're married. both like LA. Oh, well, besides that, minor detail. I was married at one point too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really, it's so, so funny. So you think you could pull... Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Cooper it's Cup. so funny though. Like when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with male celebrities, like uh-huh. in love, like posters on my wall, like obsessed, yes, like same. would go to bed dreaming at night about like marrying yeah. like a singer or something. <laughs> and it's like, as an adult, like I don't really, like I have like male celebrities that I think are attractive or funny or like hot athletes or whatever, but it's like, I don't really feel like I have a celebrity crush. Do you? Um, like my probably biggest one's Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, there's definitely, like, some celebs that I think are super hot. I mean, yeah, you don't have the celebrity crushes like you do no. when you're younger, but... that's a, That um, was a good question, though, because that made me think a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next question. Somebody wants to know if I have any career change updates, and am I casually looking, or do I have a goal date of when I'd like to be in a new job? So no real updates yet. Um... I am, like, actively looking for a job, but where I'm looking um, is very competitive. Like, I do want to move into tech, I think. I just think it's the most – and specifically ed tech, but I'd be open to, like, other other areas of tech. I just think ed tech for me is the most, like, natural to fall into. But it's also very, very competitive, like I've shared before. So it's frustrating. It's like you put so you put so much time and effort into like an application. Like a lot of these yep. companies have like questions they want you to answer and like blah blah blah. And you put so much time and effort into it, and you just get like denied, 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 and it's super discouraging. So I go through like these waves of like obsessing. Like I will sit there, I'll get done with work, and then I'll sit there for like hours at night, like working on stuff. And then there's other days where I'm just like I'm so burnt out, like. Just how you get burnt out with your own job, like you get burnt out looking for another oh, job. Oh, yeah. It's... So I definitely don't have a goal date. Like the goal date would be like ASAP, like if it was Somebody that easy. Give me but... a job. Exactly. Is there recruiters in that field? Like is there like a company you could like try to do recruiting with? There's recruiters in like every field. That's what I thought. Um, but I just, I feel like it's hard because I, like I have skills that could translate to sales like very easily working in admissions and records um, for a, a college, mm-hmm. but like it's not actual sales and then yeah. not g- moving from like the public sector to the private sector is hard in itself. Like breaking through that barrier, mm-hmm. like when, when somebody, a recruiter or a hiring manager or whatever reads an application and sees that your last 10 years of career history have been in the public sector mm-hmm. and you don't know the lingo and you don't know how like the private sector works and they are so different. Like anything can, can transfer, but they are very different. I feel like you get judged big time on applications if you haven't had any experience in the private sector in the past decade yeah. like it's you don't get looked at as, as easily as somebody that does so fr- it's frustrating but I'm just trucking along and hope hoping something comes up eventually but also I'm not completely miserable where I am right now so it's definitely like a goal of mine but with no like actual date because I'd that would just be setting myself up for disappointment. Yeah. 
So if you're listening right now and you know of a job opportunity, please send it to send Steph. Send it my way. <laughs> um, Steph has mentioned investing before. Any advice for newbies? All right. So I started investing, um, I think, sometime last year. And the market's been rough this year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like I'm down. I'm not down as much as I was at one point. But I would say I don't really... This is probably a good time to start, though, if when things it is are down. down, because it's only going to eventually go up. Yes. Like, everything is... Everything goes up and down, but it always is still steady climbing. Like, exactly. I don't remember what you call that, but it's up and down, but still at an incline. Exactly. Um, I think investing is, like... I think it's important that, like, who you go to for advice, like, you really trust them. Like, I don't feel like I should be giving advice to anybody on this. Like, I'm so new to it still. I have people that I trust for my advice, and I listen to them. Um, But I feel like I'm in no position to give advice. Aside from the only thing I'll say is, like, there's a difference. There's, like, day trading where, like, you're every single day, like, buying, selling, buying, selling, like, trying to make a quick buck here and there. I don't have the time, the energy. I don't research enough. I can't do that. It's stressful. I don't know what I'm doing enough to to just make a quick buck which would be nice if I did, but like I am more of like the definition of investing. Like investing is like you're investing into your future, right? Like it's long term. So everything that I'm investing in right now are like the S&P 500, like and and stuff like that where it's I'm not trying to make money by the end of this year and then cash it you're out just and be letting done with it ride it. for a while. Yes, and... like I'm trying I'm looking long term with it. Yeah. So that's another reason I try not to like look at my portfolio all the time either. Just like with my 401k, like I don't look at that daily. Yeah. That would be really bad. Yeah. Jeff made it a bad habit of doing that during the pandemic and it just would frustrate him. <laughs> exactly. So I would say find people you definitely trust. Podcasts. There's some cool Instagram pages that'll help you learn. Um, but re- you have to really trust who you go to for advice. And like, I just feel like I am not in a position to be giving advice to anybody about that. Do you, um, cause I do have some money set aside that I've been wanting to do, but I haven't yet. I wanted to do some of the S and P 500 stuff. Um, what is the app you use? Do you use Robin Hood? Okay. Yes. And I, I can share, um, the link for that. I think if you sign up through the link, you can get, they give you like a couple shares of a stock or something. And the stock can be anything. It can be like some really random stock or it can be like Apple, um, so that's like the perk of signing up through that. But otherwise, definitely do your research. Like it's scary just to go in blindly. You definitely want to have some idea of what you're doing. Um, but it's it's not the same as gambling, but I mean it is a gamble too. Yeah. I just think if you look at like if you were to pull up the all-time history of the S&P 500, it goes up. Does it go down too at times? Yes, because that's what the stock market does. It goes yeah. up and down. But overall, you're, it, it's historically your money increases in the S&P 500. So that's why I felt comfortable um, investing in that. But as far as advice, I would probably like to stop there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite thing about spring? Favorite thing about spring? I feel like when daylight savings time kicks in yep. and we get these longer days. Yep. I do. I love the sun being out later. Me too. Um, start a baseball. It's like this time of year. It's just like longer days, baseball season can, starting, like, smell summer, going hanging out at ball games like on a warmer night. Yes. 
Getting ready to heat our pool up. Yep. I don't like the allergies I get. But honestly, I've been getting allergies like all the time, not just in spring anymore. Um, what else is great about spring? I feel like that's my favorite. Like, because I mean, the weather's like, it's gloomy here right now. I feel like we've been getting a lot of gloomy but in, weather. But in three days, it's going to be 96 degrees. Yeah, we get really weird weather. It's like freezing cold one weekend and the next weekend it's like almost 100 degrees. Yeah. I would I would definitely say more than anything for me it's um, daylight savings time and I think like you know it was in the news about how like the government or whatever is going to try to like make daylight savings time permanent like are you for that Yes me too um I would love not to have to go back and forth and have it get dark yep. at five o'clock at night you know I mean in other places in Washington there's times of the year where it gets dark at like four. And you're like, you never see the sun. You like go to work or whatever and you like legitimately never see the sun. So I'm all for that. That's my favorite part of spring. Otherwise, spring I is spring to me. I still remember going to Boise for my cousin's wedding in like June of 18 and like getting out of the wedding, like leaving the reception at like 10 o'clock at night. And it was like still the sun's just like starting to go down. It was still like dusk out. And I'm like, um, we can't go home. Like, we need to go out. The sun is out. Like, it is, it does weird mind games. It is. Me. Like, I mean, you could kind of be feeling tired, but I'm like, the sun is out. We should not be going back yet. Like, yeah. to our hotel. We, we still got daylight yeah. to burn here. It was so weird. Like, yeah, it's like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, and the sun was still, like, out. I was like, this is so bizarre to me. Um, so I don't know if I want the sun to be out that late, but the good 8 p.m. Yeah, that's is like the perfect, perfect. sweet spot. Yeah. Agreed. I love it. Steph, how are things with Jordan? Do you see this going long term? Um, things I mean, are going, obviously right. That's I know it's like the funniest question because I feel like you know six and a half months into this, I wouldn't still be dating him if I didn't see it going long term. So like, obviously that's a yes. But like, yeah, things are things are going good. We um, I feel like I say the same thing like every yeah. week. Like we have a really good time together. Yeah. <laughs> He's super. Yeah, no things. Things are going good. They're fun. Um, he plans like great dates that are a blast. Yeah, the goal with somebody, especially six months in, is to see it going long term. Like you don't want to waste your time sure. with somebody that you don't see it going long term in. So that's the goal, and all right, things are good. What's something you should do, but probably will never do? I should do, but... Okay, I will say learning another language. I feel like I should learn Spanish, but I bet I probably never will. I would agree with that. I don't know how I didn't learn Spanish because my ex... I was going to say, didn't his family like... Yeah, he. so he spoke two languages. So he spoke Spanish and his parents, their first language was Spanish um, and I still never learned Spanish. I learned enough to like understand. Like I would like sit at the table and like laugh at things that like I knew were funny and like things like that. But like I didn't know how to like say much back. Yeah. Which is like kind of sad. Like I probably should have learned more. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because I mean, the only things like that I can think of, like that I'll never do is like going like skydiving and things. But I don't feel like that's something I should do. <laughs> exactly. No. Um. Yeah, and I'm like, what's something I should do but will probably never do? It's like, I don't think that I that I could say I'll never do it, but, like, I feel like I should be traveling more. Yeah. I feel like I'm 35, and I still feel really young, but, like, in four and a half years, I'm going to be 40, 
and I'm just getting older and I don't feel like I've done enough traveling. I've been tons of places in North America. I've been to Canada, lots of places. So you in the mean US. like big traveling, like yeah, like actually like seeing the world, like yeah. not outside of like the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, you know. Yeah. And it's like that's all I've seen. I haven't been anywhere else, and it's like anytime like planning a vacation comes up. Well, first of all, it's hard, like, when my family's in Washington. Like, I have to spend time, like, going and visiting them or whatever. And then it's, like, you do little, like, weekend trips here or there. And then you do this and that. And all of a sudden, you're, like, I can't plan a two-week trip to another country. Like, I don't have the the money with everything else I've done or the time to do that. Um, So, it's, like, I feel like I should prioritize that. Like, I feel like I I want to, like, see the world. So many Um, great places. But there's so much great stuff to see here, too. So Exactly. It's hard. But I know, Jeff and I, we do. There's still some other places we want to see again or see that we haven't seen, like in Europe and stuff like that. So I hope it's still in our plans to go at some point. But Agreed. It's... I love it. Where are we at on our list? What was, <laughs> what was the best advice you were ever given? Um, I feel like we did... An entire episode on this. We did. Not that long ago. Episode Um, 50. Episode 50. It's called Keep the Fights Clean and the Sex Dirty. So So we we literally did a whole episode where everybody shared like all of their best best advice. advice. And there's a lot of great pieces of advice Mm -hmm. in that episode. We share some of the best advice we've been given as well. Um, If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. Because that definitely was one of my favorite episodes in like the most recent Yeah. So episode 50. And um, somebody also said worst advice you've ever been given. Did we ever, did we talk about that on that episode too? I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I mean, people give you bad advice all the time. I don't really have one off the top of my head. I don't either. I feel like my mind like instantly goes to like Instagram quotes and stuff that I've seen. (laughs) And like the quotes that like, you know, like you'll see stuff like you should be married by this age and have kids by this age and a degree by this age and have your life together and own a home by this age. It's like... Um, I feel like the advice of like, you don't have to live up to like anybody else's like standards of timelines for yourself or like even standards of life. Like I don't have parents that like have crammed it down my throat that I should get married and have kids and like have, but I know there's people that do. Like I have friends that like their parents ask them all the time when they're going to have kids or whatever. And it's like, not everybody wants to have kids. So I think, I think the advice of like, and I think a lot of parents do it like from a good place. They're not doing it to be mean. Like they, they're traditional and that's what they have done or whatever. But, um, as far as bad advice, like mm, there's lots of bad advice you can be given, but off the top of my head, it's a hard question. I think that's what you said is good. There is a lot of, especially on Instagram, you see things sometimes that I'm like, no, that's horrible advice. That's not (laughs) like, and it's not even advice as much as it's like supposed to be like some motivational quote or something that you're supposed to like take and ponder and I'm like no that's not right (laughs) um somebody asked what is your favorite swimsuit so I don't have a favorite swimsuit I definitely have like my go-to places that I buy swimsuits yes same so I have my favorite bottoms I buy are from Torrid okay I really like their um they have like some high-waisted like ruched bottoms that I like feel like they're a good Thickness, good feeling. Old Navy's have Old Navy has some good ones too, but I would say Torrid has my favorite bottoms, hands down. Um, and I feel like I get a lot of my tops at like Target. Target has great bathing suits. Yeah, I get a lot of my tops at Target. Um, 
where else? You buy some on Amazon, don't you? Yeah, I've I've bought quite a few from Amazon that I like. Um, Target has like forever since I was a teenager been like a place that I've yeah, bought some suits at. They are they're so cute. They have so many too, which is like mm-hmm. the best part. You can go and like mix and match tops and bottoms or whatever. And then I would say last year I discovered um, Airy mm-hmm. bathing suits, and I you bought got a few. some cute ones from them last year. Super I cute. Love the bottoms from there that I got, um, and the tops were cute too. There were a couple I got that I had to actually like go return, and the, it was annoying to return it. Like it was going to cost money to ship it back or something. I'm not sure if yeah. it's still like that. Um, so I had to like actually go to the mall to like return it or whatever. Yeah. But I think their bathing suits are really cute. I haven't bought any new ones for 2022 yet. They're all last season. So I do eventually want to start looking. But I also want to feel slightly better before yeah. I do Have that. you bought any bathing suits from Sheen? I have not. I've only gotten two tops from I've never bought bottoms Were they from cute? there. Um, yeah, I like both tops. I got I nice. got like kind of like a one of the, they call them like the flutter. Flutter? You know when it has the big just like like a bikini top but it has just the one like oh yeah big ruffle yeah i don't know how to it, like, describe it it covers your your it almost stomach covers but you, like but not like, tight like it's just a fluff it's, like, it's a like one yeah. rough one big ruffle that, I should, don't know. that should be our sound bite for the week <laughs> <laughs> it's just a you know it's <laughs> um and then one that was like a scalloped edge oh, bikini top that was super cute too but yeah both i liked um i've so i bought a bathing suit from Old Navy. Their sizing is so inconsistent for me. So it was way too big. So I sent it back. Um, and then I just ordered one that has really, really good reviews from Torrid that I'm really excited about. But um, one, it's a one piece. And I don't buy one pieces very often because it's hit or miss because I'm so tall. Sometimes it's like to get a size that fits but is also like Long not enough. giving me like camel toe and or like too low because I'm like trying to hike it up um can be inconsistent but I do have one one piece that I like and I did get it from Torrid so I'm hopeful but it's like just a solid black I actually did buy a one piece recently I forgot oh from so I bought it from Amazon and I saw it on somebody's Instagram page that I follow she's like a mid-sized fashion blogger I Uh think her name's like something Taryn or something I can't remember um, but she looked so cute in it. She had it on with like shorts and like a kimono or something uh-huh. with sandals. And she just looked so cute. And I'm like, because I'm not crazy about one pieces. I feel like they're just. I honestly don't. Even like being a bigger girl, I don't find them to be like. Flattering. More flattering. Like no. where I just usually stick with like the tankinis and stuff like that. Because yeah, like the one pieces typically aren't. I'm really hoping, because it's an all black one, so I figure all black's always yes. like, because I only, right now I only have one one piece that I really like, and it's, I have a leopard one. And see, I feel like the but. one pieces are, the. I'm not crazy about the back on it. I feel like I'm going to get a funky tan line with the back of it, but I feel like just laying around, like how last summer you and I went to like that brewery for the day and just hung out by the pool. We didn't really like, we went in the pool for a minute, but we didn't like spend the whole time. Yeah. So just for something to like have a bathing suit on that you're like not going to be uncomfortable with like your rolls hanging out or whatever. And just have like shorts on with like a kimono like that or whatever. It just looks cute. Like it almost looks like an outfit put together like that. But just to like walk around the pool and like a one one piece with like nothing else on makes yeah I feel like it makes me look like a mom or something. I, so. <laughs> yeah, I got a cute got a cute cover up, a cute hat. Like I'm like in full like buying cute things for Cabo mode right now. Yes. So I'm like um 
starting to buy stuff, but I, I haven't got it yet, so I'm excited to see. I can't wait. How it is. But yeah, so I would say my favorite swimsuits I usually get, Target and then Torrid. Yes. Um, what is your favorite tiki bar? Can we do a tiki meetup? Yes, we can. <laughs> That's <laughs> right problem, up North Alley. The problem with tiki meetups, though, is most tiki bars are like kind of small. Like it's And hard. they're not like a communal space. It's usually like little tables of yes. two and four. It's not like for a big group to hang out. So unless a tiki bar wants to completely rent the whole joint out to us, um, that would be so much fun. Um, my favorite tiki bar locally is probably Strongwater in Anaheim or Stowaway in Tustin. Um, I'm trying to think. One of my favorite ones is in Phoenix and I can't think. Undertow maybe it's called? That's in, I don't know if it's Phoenix or Scottsdale. And there's one in Vegas you really like too, right? Oh God, I forgot. The Golden Tiki. Yes. Yes. I love the Golden Tiki in Vegas. I like Frankie's as well in Vegas, but I think Golden Tiki is my favorite in Vegas. Um, There's a couple I want to try in San Diego that I haven't been to yet. Um, I've been to some, I'm trying to think, the one in Austin. That one was pretty good too. Or was that in Nashville? I don't remember. Um, Yeah, I love a good tiki bar. I would love to do a meetup. That would be a blast. They're kind of hard to do a meetup at, but we could Yeah, if you've never been to a tiki bar before, they tend to be like very small, kind of like skinny long like and they're it's dark. really hard to have more than like four people in a group yeah. there so we would have to do signups like yeah <laughs> coming out with us in exactly uh, um someone said are either of you fans of hgtv or chip and joe i cannot say that i watch either um oh i am a big HGT me and Jeff watch a lot of HGTV as homeowners I can see um, how it would be relevant yes I actually got Jeff into so before we moved in together when we were like only dating a few months he was over at my house and I was like upstairs showering or something and I like came down and he was like while he was like flipping channels he like landed on um Chip and Joe's uh show a uh, fixer upper and he, like, was, like, watching a marathon of it. And he, like, got super into it. Like, he knew nothing <laughs> about these people. And ever since then, him and I, like, binged all every episode that they ever did. And we've watched a lot of it. Um, but now we also... The Chip and Joe, like, don't really do a lot of new stuff anymore. So we watch um, Aaron and Ben, which are on... Well, I'm going to confuse all of these shows now. I can't even think. And then there's... We watch whatever show theirs is. There's one called Fixer to Fabulous we really like. Yeah, we watch a lot of Fixer shows. So speaking of that, somebody wants to know if you have any more house projects coming up. Um, The only thing on my mind is doing our kitchen. And I want to say we're getting close, but like I know... Mentally, I don't think we're there yet. It's going to be so much money and it's exhausting to start to think about with the dog and we work from home and we know this isn't like two weeks of our life. Like this is going to be a project months. Like this is going to be at least two, three months, I bet. And, um, that makes me nervous. I would love to say we could find somebody that'll work harder to do it in like a month and we could just go rent a Airbnb. Airbnb for a month, a dog friendly place or something that we could do that. 
Um, because the thought of trying to work here while there are workers, workers being loud and I just... That, like, stresses me out even thinking about it. Yeah, that would be hard. Because it's, like, because not, it's not just our kitchen. Like, our kitchen bleeds into, like, there's stuff we want to do in the dining room. We have our bar area that that's going to get redone, too. And we haven't done our flooring yet because the flooring in the entire house is going to get done when we do that, too. So, it's, like, it's It's going to all bleed into the whole house. And I just don't. I think it's it's more avoiding it because we know it's going to be a big inconvenience. Yeah, it's finding the right time. For and I it. think, and that's so. I think what it's going to be is we'll continue saving. Let's get through the summer because at this point, um, summer's going to be happening. We entertain a lot. Yeah, we like to enjoy our pool. We have a lot going on. So I think we would probably get through this summer and maybe come September October. It's start time to start it. doing it. But I think spend the summer, we need to start researching contractors. Because if we find someone we like, doesn't mean they're going to be able to start tomorrow. Right. We have to start ordering things. Like, everything is so delayed. I don't think it would be a bad idea for us to start considering it um, and looking into it. Yes. Um, because I don't think it's going to be like, hey, we're ready to do our kitchen. And then we start in like two weeks. Exactly. I think it's going to be like, hey, we're ready to do our kitchen. And we start in... Four or five months. Exactly. So I definitely think this is going to be more on our radar. I think we need to start talking to people so we can get a better idea of a price of what we're looking at. Because I think this is going to be... Jeff already, he's giving way big numbers out. And I'm like, nah, we can do it cheaper than that. (laughs) And then he like, he's like, no. And I'm like, oh God, it's so scary. You need to try to get on an HGTV show. I've tried. <laughs> I've literally applied for like a couple. Like, If anybody out there works for HGTV, yeah. if you scout for, Laura. If you're working for a casting agency and you would like me to be on your on the new <laughs> podcast, um, on the show, I would love to. Yeah, no, I have applied for Christina on the Coast. I've applied for um, Jasmine Roth's show. I can't think of, oh, help. I wrecked my house. I was like, well, like, let's pretend we wrecked something. Yeah. So she'll like, just get us on the show. Come do it. Um, but I would love to, this is totally going to come back to haunt you. If you actually get on that show, it's going to be like a scandal. They're going to pull up this podcast episode <laughs> and be like this fraud. She, <laughs> she wrecked it on purpose. <laughs> um, next question. Any plans for a second meetup? And then somebody also said, when are you coming to Yakima with Steph and holding a meetup at Treveri? Wom Wine Tour. What's Treveri? Is that a winery? So Treveri is a winery. Um, it's a, like a champagne, like sparkling wine yes, winery. Um, and Yakima, it's so fun. Um, and so I assume this person asked questions from Yakima by knowing that. Plans for a second meetup. We have it in our idea that, yes, we're going to do a second meetup. When, where how, who, all of that. We don't know yet. So I think we will do a second local meetup sometime in the fall. Yes. I think we've decided that we will be doing this again. We had way too much fun and it wasn't like a ton of planning. So I think if we do something fun and simple again, um, I could see us doing this again in October, September or something. Um, somewhere else. I also would love to say, because I have been saying for like two years that I want to go up to Yakima so we know we have a lot of listeners in the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. So I think there is a good chance eventually I will fly up there with her. Yes. And we want to kind of do like a couple days in Seattle and then a couple days in Yakima. So 
maybe when during our time in Seattle we'll plan. We, this is where we will need your guys' help. Yes. On help us, us find us a spot. Finding a perfect spot. Um, and then I don't know if we have enough people in Yakima to do we'll have to feel it meet out. up there, but we can still meet up with you, whoever. I don't Or you probably know who asked this question. I think it was probably Melissa. Okay. Because I know she lives in Yakima. So we can still go to Traveria oh, yeah. and meet up. <laughs> We're down for champagne tasting. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, and then eventually when we go see Courtney, we'll do one in Chicago. Yes. Like, well, we want to meet all of you guys everywhere. Everywhere we go. So it's definitely in the plans. Definitely. So we will make it happen. What would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned over the last year? It's <sighs> a hard one. Keep the fights clean and the sex dirty. Just I mean, that's kidding. a good lesson. <laughs> I just reread that again. Um, no, biggest lesson you've learned. This is one of those things where we need to read our questions more thoroughly so we can come up with answers before we read them on the podcast. I think for me, the two that jump out in my head are like, one of them, I don't even know if I fully learned the lesson yet. I think I just came to a realization work-wise that like I've been like too comfortable mm-hmm. and I've been like stuck, but like comfortable stuck and like, but there's no growth opportunities. There's no more money to be made. There's no, you know, it's like, it's not good to be stuck at 35 years old. So I think like finally coming to the realization that like, even though it's comfortable, even though there's a ton of perks of where I'm at. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be perks of going somewhere else and like challenging myself. And so I haven't like fully like gotten to the other end of that lesson yet. But I think that was a big realization for me. And then the other thing I think just um, over the past two years, like first with my ex-husband and then with MBM was just like, I think the big lesson was like sticking up for like what I want. Like don't get like too comfortable in something that like I don't want Mm -hmm. So if it's not working and if it's not serving me the way that I feel like I'm serving it, like just be done with it. Because with MBM, it's like, that was like the biggest facade of a relationship for me. Like I like made it seem like this like perfect relationship and it was like, there were good parts of it, but it's like, was that what I needed? Absolutely not. You know? So I think that, um, he was a, a good lesson for me because nothing like horrible happened in the relationship or the breakup, but it was a good lesson of like, I should have been the one to leave yep. and I should have been the one to leave a lot sooner because this was never doing it for me. Yeah. So I think those are the two biggest lessons that I've learned over the past year. Yeah. I think, I mean, I haven't had too much for me, but I think like you said, um, the being okay, stepping out of your comfort zone is a good one for me with moving jobs and things yep. like that. So I think that would be kind of what mine would be. Definitely. What makes you different from most people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> These are deep. I mean, I think it's like easy to like identify like traits about yourself or whatever. That doesn't mean that like nobody else has those traits. Like I think I'm really weird. I think, I think I'm, I'm like I think I'm than funnier most. than most people. Just yeah, kidding. I'm like, <laughs> and I think I'm weirder I than most people, but... <laughs> There's weirder people than me. Yeah, what is what makes you different from most people? Um, I see. I really consider myself like to fall really into the basic bitch category. So, which maybe it's sad, but I guess I don't feel like I'm very different. Like yeah. I kind of just like go into the norm of what. Which I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would say like I look at things like my relationship with like my family, and I'm 
like so grateful for the relationship. Like I'm, my parents are so cool. I love hanging out with them. Like they come visit me. I go visit them where I'm like, I know people that like would, they see their parents on Christmas and that's like it. Like yeah. they would like die. Like they like check it off their once a year list. And I'm like, I don't think that makes me different from everybody. I think there's a lot of people that have yeah. close, but I think, I think a lot of people don't too. And I've heard that from a lot of people. So I think, I'm like lucky to have that, but diff- different's hard. Different from most people. That's that's a hard one. Yeah. Um. Do you, what's your favorite meal? I mean, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, are we talking like what's my favorite meal as a whole? Like this is like my last meal on earth. Last meal on earth. Oh, I feel like I've talked about we've talked about that before. For me, it would be like a perfect filet mignon with a lobster tail. Like, the best potatoes you could, like, imagine. Like, just, like, the best scallop potato-type cheesy, creamy potatoes with, like, a really good slice of garlic bread. And, yeah, like, that full, like, good steak and lobster meal with all the carb sides. Yes. And, um... I would say for me, it's, um... Sushi, but with the carb sides. <laughs> so you want sushi, but also with mashed potatoes yeah. and garlic bread? I mean, I'm down. Well, I definitely want like a good mac and cheese with it. Oh, like if it's yeah. my last meal, like oh, I don't yeah, have to cares. choose. No, I want, yeah. but I want, I want like all, all you can eat sushi, but not like all you can eat sushi quality. Like I want like high end quality sushi, mm-hmm. but all I can eat of it mm-hmm. and like really, really good mac and cheese. Okay. I, yeah. Oh, and I need garlic butter with my lobster. Don't forget that. Yeah, don't forget. And I want some blue cheese crumbles on my steak. Oh, now we're talking. Um, and also a good, um, I would like a lemon drop martini and an espresso martini. So I'll have the espresso martini to end out the meal. Yes. But I'd like the lemon drop martini for like with my meal. Oh, and a glass of like Pinot Noir too would be great. Exactly. (laughs) Could you get could you get to that please? Yeah. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Do you think you'll live in California forever or is moving possibly in your futures? I think I'll be here forever. I don't know. I don't like that answer. <laughs> no, for me, I think it's very much um Jeff and I both our families live like local and we're both very close with our families and I can't imagine being away from my parents. I don't think he could imagine leaving his mom and his brother and stuff. Like, I think that is... This is home for you. This is home. I love it. Like, I talk about everything I love about California all the time and how I truly feel like we live in one of the best, like, places. We have everything and anything in the best weather. And I just can't imagine leaving everybody I love to, like, go somewhere else because it's cheaper and stuff. Like, we definitely sacrifice for the price here, but... I just think for me, it's totally worth it. And for me, it's like, I don't have like a strong answer either way. Like, it'd be great to live in California. Like, this has been my home now for the majority of my life. Like, I've lived here longer than I ever lived in Washington now. Um, But like, my family's in Washington. So is that a possibility ever? Maybe. Like, it's not off the table. Is somewhere else for the possibility of being able to live a better life for the rest of my life and not being like a renter of a room or like yeah. an apartment forever, you know, I'm like, so it, I think it just depends on, I don't, I don't have like a straight answer. I think there's, 
a possibility, sure, of living here forever or moving, sure. Do you think if you moved, it would be Washington or you think it would could be well, anywhere? It like it's where, not just like, like moving because of your parents. And if it's Seattle, Washington, that's going to be just as expensive as here. Yeah. Like if it's where my parents are, then yeah, that's less expensive. But I would have to have like. But I mean, a I'm talking time. like a different random state. Like let's oh, just say yeah, like I Texas could, or Arizona or whatever. Yeah, if I did move, like not for my parents, like it would be to a cheaper state, like an Arizona yeah. or a Texas or. An, I think people are even moving to Idaho, like yeah, those places where like it's you can get. You can really like start a life affordably. Yeah. <laughs> where you can't do that here. So it so it's definitely a possibility in my future, but with zero plans yet. Better not. <laughs> what are you most excited for this summer? And do you have any summer plans? Man, so the only summer plans I have so far are I'm going to be doing a trip to Yakima in the summer again because summer is my favorite time of the year up there, like doing the river floats and everything. Um, I don't remember. Is Jordan going to go with you for one of those? Yes. So he, we haven't like exactly set dates yet or bought tickets, but it will be sometime in July, I believe, that we'll go. Um, so that'll be fun. That's, I think that's my only like set summer plans, but of course, like I'm always excited for like pool parties at your house and late hot summer nights and probably a Palm Springs trip thrown in. And like a lot of these things like just come randomly, like you're like, Hey, let's do a Palm Springs trip this weekend. All right, let's go. Okay. I do think we need to plan that so we can have that to just look forward to and keep our eye out for a deal. Yes. Um, but yeah, so for summer it's. I love just having our, I love having our pool and having people over. Like, it's one of my favorite things to just have, like, people over and enjoying our backyard and sitting out by the fire pit and stuff. Um, I also love going to baseball games during the summer, which I mentioned earlier. Um, For summer plans, we have a Vegas trip planned. We have a camping trip planned. Cabo's not till October, so I wouldn't really consider that summer plans. But I guess the plan would be to keep losing weight so I can feel good about going to Cabo. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything else. Summer's kind of like just the best time of year ever. But like it's usually not all planned, I feel like. Yeah. Just spontaneous fun things always come up during the summer. Like you're usually more like willing to stay out later on a Sunday even though it's a work night because it's summer. And it's yeah. just like even though we're adults and like we don't get summer break, it's still... Summer still feels like summer, and I like that. Like, I love in the summer, like, when it's, like, hot as heck, and I'm just, like, finishing up my work day, and I, like, look out, Jeff's in the pool, and I'm just, like, ready to, like, get in my swimsuit and be able to, like, go swimming at, like, 6 o'clock and, like, just, like, sit out because it's still warm and then have dinner out on our patio and stuff. I just, like, love. I've grown to love. I don't love the heat. But I've truly grown to love the summer more than I used to. Bring on summer. And then somebody else, again, about WAM meetups, which we kind of talked about. Somebody said the Midwest, which I think Chicago is considered the Midwest, right? Yes. I know we're not great with our geography, but... (laughs) We will definitely um, do a Chicago So if we ever do a Midwest type meetup, it would be Chicago. Um, And then what are some things you each do to maintain positive mental health? (sighs) (laughs) honestly I think I have the best positive mental health when I'm like doing the calorie like because I feel like my mental health has been better the last couple weeks like where I'm just feeling more in control 
where I'm tracking and when I'm trying to get in more activity where I'm just like, I feel like I just get into a better headspace overall when I'm like feeling more in control of my life in that way. I agree. I feel the same way. I haven't been there recently, so I need to get there. Yeah. Um, definitely when I work out. So I was very off track with my Peloton again, which sucks because I was on track for so long. Um, and I started it up again this week and I worked out three times this past week. And it's like, I've kind of like, I'm always preaching about like, if you don't have time for like the full hardcore on the floor and like, just do something, you know? So it's like, because I'm not in the groove of working out and it's just sound, it sounds like it sucks, honestly, when I think about working out, like I'm just like, just use your Peloton bike, like just do a 20 minute ride. You don't have to do anything else. Just get back in the groove, just do it. So I started to do that and I do feel better. Like I get done and I'm like, oh my God, like I feel like I physically feel better. Um, So that, and I would say like, I spend an ungodly amount of time on social media, like way too much. And I think while that's not always good for mental health, I think fielding what you see can be. Yes. So I think like curating. We've definitely talked about that a lot. Yeah. And I'm like curating my feed to like hide things that maybe aren't going to help me as much right now. And like adding things to my favorites that like will motivate like motivating quotes or like motivating accounts or whatever um if I'm gonna spend a lot of time somewhere I might as well like make it beneficial for me so that helps too and with that I think it's time Laura should we hit it let's hit it flavor of the week all right Steph what's your flavor of the week My flavor of the week is a sunscreen. It's a sunscreen that I actually use as my moisturizer most days. And it is the Elta MD sunscreen. And it has SPF 46 in it. It's about 37 bucks. I buy it on Amazon. I think you can get it at like Ulta, Sephora, like anywhere like that. Okay. But I love it. I've used it. So I like pulled it up to show Laura like when I decided what my flavor of the week was. And I'm like, I've ordered it 11 times. Like I've... Literally use this for years. So, my, so okay, this is where I struggle because I have never spent $37 on a sunscreen moisturizer. I buy one that's like 12 or $13 and I think it's just fine. Like what makes this so much better? Okay, so sometimes I don't like the sunscreen moisturizers because they're greasy. Thick. Like oh. they're greasy and they're thick and like they feel gross like they feel like I'm just gonna break out having like just the sunscreen moisturizer on my face this is like so light it's almost like a it's not like a watery consistency but like when you rub your hands and then put it on your face it just feels like normal like moisturizer it does not feel like sunscreen at all but it has the SPF 46 which like protects Mm -hmm. your face um and it's it's everything about it the consistency the protection you get from the SPF um how it feels it doesn't really have a smell so you can't say anything about the smell um, but I love it. Like, this goes back, I don't even know how long, but if I've bought it 11 times, like, I'm going to guess at least five or six years yeah. that I've used it. Um, and my mom was an RN. She worked for a derma surgeon, and they would get samples of all kinds of skincare when she worked for them. Um, and she had given me this to try years ago, and I loved it, and I started buying it myself because I also have skin where, like, There's times of the year where it's super, super greasy and oily, and there's times of the year where it's so dry that, like, lotion doesn't even cover up the dryness, and this tends to. Like, this works really, really well when my skin is dry to, like, cover up, like, those, like, dry patches you get or whatever. Um, So I remember, like, 
I started using this and then I remember like years ago, Kourtney Kardashian shared like in her stories or on her Instagram or something that she uses this. And I was like, oh my God, I use, (laughs) I've been using it since before Kourtney Kardashian shared it. Like I felt like such a celebrity for like being like on, you know, trend with like this, this moisturizer, but I love it. There's not much. I buy like a bougier version of something. Like I'm a very, like all my makeup's drugstore for the most part. I'm a very frugal shopper. But this is like one of those things that like I do spend money on. Is it at least for 37 bucks like a decent sized bottle? Yeah, it's like it's not like a huge bottle. It's not like a lucerin bottle or whatever. Yeah, sure. But okay. um it I mean it lasts like a, a standard like face moisturizers yeah, are like usually exactly. a standard. Size. And it has a nice little pump. I'm like I I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Okay, cuz I mean they do last me a while like cuz you don't use like a ton. Yeah, you're not using it on your body, I it's do, just your face. Because I'm not, I don't wear foundation, I don't wear powder, I don't wear anything on my face. Show off. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I do when I, and I don't like every day do this, but I usually, I'll put on, try to put on my SPF moisturizer every day because I try to do, be in a habit of that. But um, I, if I want coverage, because I do tend to have uneven skin tone, um, I do usually a pump of my moisturizer and then I do a pump of like a BB cream or like some type of like tinted moisturizer type thing. And I do like half. So I do like a pump of each in my hand and I like mix it together, rub it all in. And it gives me like a little bit more of an even skin tone, moisturize it. And that's like literally the most coverage I ever. Like if I tried to do foundation right now, I would probably look foolish. Like I feel like I've never even noticed that you don't wear foundation because your skin looks so good. I feel like oh, my skin you. is so that has like so many uneven tones and like I have dark spots from like the sun and stuff that I'm like I could not yeah I definitely get the uneven skin tone but I it's not it doesn't bother me enough where I feel the need to do anything (laughs) about it I guess so um okay well maybe I'll check it out one day I try to be better about like but I just feel and that's the problem with the fact that I've had I've been lucky enough to have pretty good skin my whole life. I take advantage of that and I don't take as good a care of it as I probably should. It's hard. I'm the same way. So I'll just keep using my, I don't know what, I think it's a vino that I use. It's for like reddish skin. That's great. Yeah. 12 bucks. <laughs> call it a day. Well, what is your flavor of the week? Oh my God. I'm so excited about this one. Like so excited. I actually shared about this on my Instagram recently because I couldn't wait until flavor of the week, but I feel like I always take forever to say it. I like talk, 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 (laughs) and then I'm like, oh yeah, my flavor of the week. Okay. First, it is a website called Dossier, D-O-S-S-I-E-R, and I love a good perfume, but I am cheap as hell and I refuse to pay these luxury perfume prices. Exactly. There is one perfume that I, so I used to love this one perfume so much that they had, and they sold it at Sephora that I would go to Sephora and always ask for the free sample of it because they used to like fill a little sample bottle with any perfume that you wanted. And I would just get it every time I would go so that I could be like stocked up on it. Cause I was <laughs> too cheap. Cause it was $144. It was Mason Margiela's. I don't actually know how to say it. Margilia, whatever replica beach walk and like the big bottle of it is like 144 bucks and I was just like not spending that on perfume um but I and I would always look for a dupe I'm like there's gotta be a perfume out there that smells like 
similar to this. It was like my favorite summer scent. Never could find anything. Randomly was talking with my friend a couple weeks ago, decided to look again in this website dossier showed up and it was like, do like basically dupes of like every luxury perfume out there. And they're like all natural. The scents are made in France, a full money back guarantee. Like, so if you get it, you try it on your skin, you don't love it. You can send it back, get your full money back. And, um, I was like, oh my God, it's $29 for the bottle. Wow. And so I was like, I'm like telling her about this. She's like, will you see if there's Tom Ford's lost cherry on there? So I like, cause she's like the 1.7 ounce bottle is $375. Oh my gosh. So I like looked it up cause she, and they did have it. And their version is called Amberry, Amberry cherry. And it's $49. Wow. So all of their perfumes are $29 to $59, depending on, like, the replica. Like, so the Tom Ford is a $375 perfume. So that one was $49. The Beach Walk was a $144 perfume. They charged $29 for that one. So they also do, like, the more you buy, the better deal you get. So it's, like, buy three, get 10%, four, 15, five, 20%. You get free shipping and all that. So we bought three bottles between me and her so that we could get the discount and the free shipping. So we got over $700 worth of perfume had we bought the real ones. Oh my gosh. For like 90 some dollars. Wow. And we, so when I went to meet up with her this last week to give her her perfumes after they came, I, um, I told her, I was like, bring your Tom Ford out because I want to do like a comparison, a legit comparison because she had like a small travel size bottle of it, which the travel size bottle was like $80, which was more than the full size bottle she just got. And they really smelt like almost identical. Wow. And it's like awesome. So they tell you like, basically their search function is you search the like luxury perfume and it tells you like. Like, so this one by Replica is called Aquatic Coconut, and it says, like, inspired by Replica Beach Walk, and it's all, like, the same ingredients. Everything is, like, super, like, I don't know. I have nothing but really good things to say. The packaging was super nice. Has, like, the nice, like, magnet top, which I really like. Um, I'm just, like, so excited because I can't tell you how often I don't smell perfumes, because I don't want to like it. Yeah, I don't want to spend three hundred. So now I'm like, can't wait to go back to Nordstrom and <laughs> go whiff all of the perfumes that I've ignored all for so long. And I like want to get one for Jeff. Like I'm just like ready to buy more. His perfumes. birthday's coming up, so I'm like, I'm so excited. Mother's too. Day, because I kind of just oh, right. I need to ask my great. mom what's a good perfume that you like, because my mom does like some perfume. So I. Just like I'm so obsessed and I just, I love wearing perfume. I have like my couple that I rotate through, but I'm pretty cheap with it. And I feel like this is going to let me expand my perfume horizons without breaking the bank. Amen. And wish we had a promo code or something. We tried to get them to partner with us and they gave us a big fat no. Oh yeah. They were like, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. So whatever. Support so them just anyways. go buy because it's a good deal and <laughs> we won't get anything out of it. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please don't forget to take a moment to leave us a five-star rate and review. You can even rate us on Spotify now. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.